Kayanos, fresh tongues. Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kayanos! Second Peter chapter 1 verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Sometimes the words that scripture use in an attempt to describe or qualify certain things that are spiritual looks as if it's ambiguous. Is it not true? If you are just a basic student of English language, it will seem as if this is tautology. It's not needed. For God's sake, look at what he's saying. Exceeding great and precious. You don't need to you don't need to bamboozle us with so many of these things. Probably just choose one. But it's a challenge. Human language lacks the capacity to bring precise context to spiritual things. Are you getting the point? So this is the best attempt they are trying to make to see if they can bring context to something that can only be described properly spiritually. So they are trying. So the reason why they are writing it like this is for you to know that is should I tell you is actually beyond description. We are just using words to see if we can capture it enough to drive you to the place where you can make attempts to apprehend. Because the apprehension is not in the letters. The apprehension is a spiritual matter. Meanwhile, the letters should stir a question, an inquisition in your mind that should put you on the path of inquiry so that when you enter, you say, this exceeding thing that they are talking about, huh? exceeding great, exceeding megatos. Megatos on its own is something, something mighty. Then you now write, in, in the megatos dimension, add exceeding. How? So it will make me to think. I mean, so... There is, there is an inquiry you bring to God, even if it is not fully answered. But those inquiries will determine the things that God will open up to you. In fact, many times, those inquiries will determine, are you with me? Those inquiries will determine how much you are willing to enter. If something doesn't trouble you well enough, you will just be moving on the surface. But if you are really troubled by something that you saw, it will impact the way you try to interact with it. Are you getting the point? So many of us can be troubled at different degrees about the thing that we saw. Others can be contented with continuing the same way, but you saw something exceeding great and precious promises that by this you might be... Are you getting the point? Whatever these things are, it gives you the capacity to partake of the divine nation, nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world. What? True lust. This is not where I'm going anyway. Let's see the next verse. And beside this, giving all diligence. Now, have you heard people say it is not about prayer? It's about it's about what, self? If it's not about it's about the word. So what they are trying to do, they are trying to pitch prayer against the word of God. You will never see it anywhere in the Bible. 
If you get to heaven, prayer and the word will tell you we are Siamese twins. You know what is Siamese twins? Hmm? It's one body that has sometimes they have different hands, but they are co-joined. You can't properly pray if you don't have light. And if it is true, you encounter light, it should drive you to the prayer place. People say that they have light that can't pray. What they have is darkness. When light hits you, it will bring a body to your hand. You will find out that there is a departure. Either a departure in your heart eh? or a departure within the immediate representation of the assembly or a departure in the body of Christ or a departure in the territory. Something that needs a recovery and the light that shone from heaven is the revelation of the exact position of heaven. So it will make us to ask God, is there nothing we can do about this? a few scripture and ask questions, God will not answer for five years. He will want to know whether you will keep asking. The day he answers it, it will be your calling. That's how men have time to the grace of their calling. They have questions that nobody will answer. <laughs> That's how we came. We had questions that nobody could answer. We took it to God. We asked for ten years. When he answered, it became a burden. Anywhere we speak, the same thing com- comes to the heart of men. I don't want to go there. Because if I go there, we will not continue like this. Because it is not just that our eyes saw it, our hands. And you know, some people can say things, say things, say things. Some of those things, all I need to do is to think about it as I'm talking. Once I think about it, fire will start burning in your heart. Okay. And besides this, giving all diligence. Maybe one day, I think we did this on spiritual work ethics. Is it not true? Scriptural work ethics. I think we handled this. No lazy believer will make progress. Even if you encounter Jesus one million times. A hard-working believer will do more. We become better. We be molded more in character. Even achieve more, make more impact than a gifted and lazy believer. And I hope you know that this generation of ministers is they're actually very lazy. The only reason why some of them are praying with us is that they want to be overshadowed and they won't know themselves as they are praying. My sister, sometimes you'll be feeling the pain. Prayer is both a discipline and a spirit. You have to learn the, the both of them. Hmm? Some people are hoping that there is a way that something can happen to them and they will be praying without praying. I mean, are you getting the point? They will now be praying, but they are not exerting themselves. Anyway, I have not found out. See, as if when you find out, come and tell me. There is no. Balak, when you find out, come and tell me. I have not found out how a man 
can pray without exerting himself, spirit, soul, and body? I have not. Hmm? I have found how I can close my mouth and lie on the bed and then and then I will I will break into realms. <laughs> See, for you to truly break into realms, there is such a thing. We have to break your will and break your flesh. Break your laziness. Crack the code of laziness. If we have not cracked the code of laziness, no, no hope. I mean, that doesn't mean we touch something, no. <laughs> Minimum requirement, jump, jump form. When you ride jump and have 250, you come to UNM, they will tell you the people going for nothing, all of them, the cutoff mark is 28. You are carrying your 250. You are, you are not with me. You are not. Your 250, no rich cutoff. Is is two seventy minimum cutoff? Be looking at me as I'm talking, talking to you. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith what virtue, and to virtue what knowledge. And let's go, let's go. And to knowledge what temperance, and to temperance what patience, and to patience what. Okay, and to godliness what. Brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness, what? And to let's see the next verse. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Next verse. I want us to read this verse together. One, two, ready, go. There is first thing you need to understand. Are you with me? First thing you need to understand is that it is not possible for somebody to apprehend the full measure of what God has ordained for us in Christ Jesus if the person doesn't follow after. Say after me, follow after. Now, if somebody will successfully follow after, then the person has to see. If you can't see, you can't follow. Are you getting the point? I made a statement yesterday. A blind man is not in need of more light. A blind man is fundamentally in need of a miracle. A miracle of what? Sight. And it's easy for you to ask questions and say, okay, I'll probably get there. That the sight we are talking about is the sight that comes to you when you get born again and all that. But there are further sights into God. And according to the scripture, are you getting the point? There is a possibility of having sight and losing it. Are you with me? No, let's read this lesson again. So that you tell me what you think it means. Let's read it. One, the first phrase. One, two, ready, go. Is what? enough. Let's read that phrase one more time. 
All of you, all of you, let's read it. One, two, ready, go. Hmm. This is a serious statement. He said, But he that lacketh these things is blind. God helping us further in this teaching, I will show you that what people actually accredit as spiritual blindness is not what they think. There are proofs littered in the scripture. And many people lay claims on light and revelation that is blind. For such people, what they need is no more teaching. You see, part of the reason we are in this teaching now is why is it that in our generation knowledge and in quote light has increased but there is few impact, little impact. Is it not true? That means that there is a fundamental work that needs to be done. Do you know that if you ask some people, they have listened to all the big men of God with their revelation until they are now confused. Hmm? Some of them are now confused on whether they should pay tithe or not. Some of them are confused whether they should have father in the Lord or not. They are think so. Some of them are confused on, on whether they should... Um, some of them are confused on whether they should uh, um, uh, pray or not. Meanwhile, it's prayer that brought them where they are. Are you getting the point? Some of them are confused. Even if you don't have much revelation. Something told you, just pay your tithe. And you kept paying. Things were moving for you. Things were opening. You now listen to one man of God. And he said you should not pay. Mumu, you, you stopped. That's the beginning of your trouble. Even if you don't know anything, the small one you know, keep it. Even if you don't understand many, keep trusting God to a light. You, there is a witness in your heart. Keep searching the scripture and ask further questions. I don't want to go there. Are you getting the point? There are many things that people now say. You don't need to pray. You don't need to fast. You don't need to have Father in the Lord. You don't need to... Some even say you don't need to pray in the name of Jesus. You, don't, you know they hear them. There is nothing you don't need to pay tight. You don't need to clap. That's the new one. That if you clap, you are insulting God. Hey! Huh? There are things. There are plenty. Now my point is not the things that people are teaching. Hmm? The problem now is that assuming we remove the wrong one and bring good light. Are you getting the point? The correct light. It is still not a proof that somebody is seeing. There are many people that are exposed to light that is blind. I'm telling you what I know. You know, you need to listen to me. I'm not talking to unbelievers. I'm, this teaching is for believers. And that is why I use this scripture. Importantly, as against many other scriptures, not as if those scripture is not an addendum, is, is not a good place to start from. But it is important that we start here so that we rule out every argument that somebody can bring to say that this thing does not apply to people that are born again. If you are with me so far, say Amen. Yes. You can sit with somebody in church and the two of you will be hearing the same thing. Have you not seen it? 
you'll be hearing the same thing and the same thing will be making impact on one person the other person is sliding down to her and you wonder are we hearing the same thing people will hear the same thing shout and even clap and when they finish they will become agents of Satan no something is wrong even though light shined but their organ of sight has been taken away their lamp is off so they can't see there is there is a need for surgery there is it's not even surgery there is a need for miracle as we yet see unless the organ of sight is being dealt with hmm? Many times you begin to, part of the initial signs that your sight has begun to go is that you begin to lose your sensitivities in the spirit. Hmm? There are things that happen when you begin to touch God, when you begin to do things, they begin to go. So, once they begin to go, you will now begin to do things based on routine only. Is it not true? When you keep doing it on routine, you get used to doing it without experience without actually participating are you getting it meanwhile the transformation is in the participation sorry i feel as if there is somebody i'm talking to here that needs what i'm saying here but the benefit is in the participation are you getting the point but you have noticed that it is it is now routine you don't you don't feel, some of you, your own witness is joy. Some of you, there, something happens to you. You cannot explain it. It might not have emotions around it. But there is this sense within you. Your spiritual senses are active. Picking the multidimensional impact of the light that has shone on you. Are you getting the point? Many of these activities is around the heart. I have found out from my study of the scripture... That all the spiritual senses has terminal in the heart. All the spiritual senses they have terminal. It's just like it's just like somebody flying. You are flying and your airline doesn't have a base in Lagos. You are wasting time. Are you getting the point? No matter. No matter even if you are flying from Benin, the first place that the Benin flight will land is Lagos. Are you getting the point? The first flight route that is activated from any route to another will be from that place to Lagos. From that place to what? Lagos. So all spiritual senses are routed to the heart. You don't know how it's powerful but it's dangerous. Huh? It means that if we do something to the heart it has a multi-dimensional impact. Are you getting the point? From there we can route experiences into all the senses. From there too we can route darkness. We can cut off the sensitivities of the spiritual senses and they can no more touch the things of God. Hmm? When you come and touch the things that used to make you fear God, make you retreat, Make you hungry. Make you... They no more move. But because you are already used to it, eh? you can keep on coming to bed, thanks. 
Not because you are really expecting. There were days before the day has broken. You are, you are already expect. You can't even explain it. You are expecting the. Well, after some time, it's going down. That, this is, these are the beginning seasons of your sight, your lamp about to go off. Now, you don't know how far reaching this thing is. Everything, including life, is routed by life. Life is routed by light. In other words, that's what the scripture said. John, John, now, John chapter 1, verse 4. Is it not true? In him was what? Life. And the life was what? This is one of the, the preaching side. This is one of my preaching those days at, at Banawa, that crusade. Huh? Light bearers. Is that message still available? I don't know. What did I even say there? God saved me. So, you will notice that if we want to bring life to you, are you getting the point? It has to be conveyed in packets of light. And it is also vice versa. Are you with me? If a man truly has life, then light must shine out. And that is the many things that John was saying in his epistles. He's trying to say that a man that opines that he has life, yet what is flowing from him is not is not a part of life, then what he has is not life. How can you have life and darkness is flowing? Are you getting the point? John says something is wrong. That's John saying it. Are you getting the point? So he assumes that if indeed somebody has life, light flows. And if indeed you contacted light, what will happen? Life comes. Can you get what I'm saying now? If we have come this far, I think, show me, show me my scripture, show me my scripture. But he that lacked these things is blind. I want to ask, is this thing talking to unbelievers? Can you now be blind? Are you seeing God helping us, I will tell you two major things. It means to be blind according to the scripture. Especially in the New Testament. And none of them has anything to do with this your eyes here. <laughs> because when we said the giving of sight to the blind, some people thought it's miracle service. <laughs> it's miracle service, but it's spiritual miracle. <laughs> that miracle is hey, let me even show you. Let me show you some scripture. Luke chapter 4. Let me show you some scripture so that you understand. It It takes an incredible amount of the expending of the Holy Spirit to do this kind of miracle. Show me from verse 14. 15. And he taught in their synagogue, being glorified of all. Next verse. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. and And as his custom was... He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Did you hear something? As his custom was. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. When he had opened the book, 
he found the place where it is it was written hmm? one of the things that you will find out about any man in the scripture is that when you speak when you appear in the bible they will ask you who are you assuming that nobody just appears there is there is really nothing new with god so they ask john are you elijah because they know are you getting the point that what can only make this kind of ministry to appear is if God reinvented another mantle, reinvented another spirit. Huh? So you can only be, you, if you are not Jeremiah, you are David, you are Elijah, you are not somebody, you are somebody else. You did not just, if you don't find out those conglomerates that you are, you won't make, who are you, who are you now? You must be somebody. Hmm? It makes it easy for you. Don't be saying you are Charles and Francis Hunter when you are simply what is the name of Archbishop's father in the Lord? Huh? No, T.L. Osborne. Why? You are T.L. Osborne. You need to know who are you now? Who are you now? Because it will help you to check whether your healing anointing should be working in teaching meeting or whether you should be working on the crusade ground. Where have you noticed your own is more active? Is it inside the hall or outside? When you are just walking, when you are just on the phone, when you just casually tell somebody, check your hand, check your hand. Or when you now prepare, when you now prepare the whole thing, you now keep everything well. And only two people will be healed. But when you are not prepared, you are just moving. As long as you are on the road, who are you now? As long as you are on the road, as long as you are outside, things are happening. When you now bring it inside and confine it, nothing will happen. So, Jesus went and located himself in the book of Isaiah. Look at it. Because his ability to locate himself helped him to understand his anointing. Are you getting the point? His ability to locate himself helped him to understand his anointing. Understand not just his anointing, the duty of his anointing. And there are four duties here. And the, our teaching is just one of the duties. Let's see verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He had what? Anointed me. To what? Preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach. Deliverance to captives. And what? Recovering of To what? To set at liberty them that are bruised. Is there another one? Let's see 19. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now go back to verse 18. Now this is trying to... This is the Messianic anointing. Hmm? The Messianic anointing should have four fundamental impacts. 
it should have four fundamental impacts. And one of the impacts it should have is that it should have the capacity to give people back their sight. And for my, my study of the New Testament, I found out that Jesus never meets a blind person and leaves the person the same. Just do a quick study. Jesus never meets, even physically, physical blindness. Jesus never meets a blind person and keeps him the same. Because everything about God is light. Including in creation, the first thing that God said should come is light. Now the problem with blindness is that... Okay, let's give an example. Chibike, close your eyes. Close it where? How beautiful is this light? Can you see the way it's turning green? Can you see the blue? Come on. Are you seeing the man? The light is shining. You can't appreciate it. Why? Why? See the blue color being mixed with the red. Huh? With the halogen. With the white light. It is not useful to him. All these realms and dimensions all this light and revelation is not useful for a man that has not been given sight. It takes sight for us to appreciate divine truths. It takes sight for a man to appreciate even revelation and light. Huh? And I need to tell you something quickly. For some people, it is a fundamental work that needs to be done. And for some people, they were on the path and lost it. And for some people, they have come to a point where they are in need of new lenses and new goggles. Let me show you one scripture to prove to you. Mark chapter 5 verse 22. I will still come back to the Messianic anointing, but for now, let me lay a few foundations. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of this... Uh-uh, Mark chapter 5 verse what? Mark chapter 8, rather, sorry. Verse 22. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. Next verse. And he took the blind man by the hand, and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, and put his hands upon him, he asked him if... Now, let me tell you something before I go further. Because I will yet show you things. There are certain things that you have found in the environment of it. According to the scripture, that kind of person cannot have sight in the presence of such things. That's why we are praying for this miracle. Are you getting the point? First of all, there are certain signs you will start seeing. You will know that these are, these are beginnings of the symptom that you are losing your sight. Many of us are young and our physical sight is still strong. But if you ask the elderly ones, they didn't lose their sight immediately. Is it not true? They started small, small. Small, small. Small, small. They tried to force it. You know, people force them. After some time, they now brought eyeglasses for them. Hmm? There are things that can be found within an environment. It is not possible. Huh? That sight is within that place. That's not me according to the scripture. And if we progress in this teaching, I will show you that those things are actually common in the body of Christ. And people 
people think that with the presence of these things that they actually have sight and they are seeing things in the scripture the proof that they are blind is that there is nothing that those things that light should have brought in our life is absent meanwhile we are priding in the fact that we know a lot and that we have access to light meanwhile what light should have produced is absent it means that if even if it is true that it was light it means that people were blind and if they were blind it was caused by something if we had sight before it means that our sight has been stolen huh? even if it wasn't completely stolen our challenge is in this scripture it's a burden in my heart so much light and revelation yet men are even getting far away from God's expectation perverse generation raised everywhere when we appear before God, Sodom will have more testimony than us. Because we had everything at our disposal. Sometimes all we do is just to stand and compare. We don't have sight in us. Because if it is true, are you with me? You are not with me. If it is true that these men have eyes indeed, they would have seen that this is it. Some of you, what I tell you, I teach you is actually bigger than you. But I know that there are people that will benefit from it in years to come. And even outside here. There is a proof of sight according to the scripture. And there is a proof of being blind according to the scripture. We have started with a few of it in the book of Second Peter. Hmm? He's saying that if these things are like this, then you are blind. And you, you are saying you have light. He's saying you are blind. So who do we choose? That person saying he has light or the Bible that is saying the person is blind. What is the use of light for a blind man? I was just describing for this guy the beauty of this light. Now that you can see, can you see the green? See how beautiful it is. Have you seen how it turned to blue? How beautiful it is. Have you seen how it's merging with the red? How beautiful the combination is. Why are you able to appreciate this light? Because you have sight. Sight is a fundamental miracle. Every man must pray for it. No matter what God brings at your path for every season. If you don't have sight, you can't see it. The light is useless for the man that doesn't have sight. And part of the reason you have missed many seasons is because in those seasons, mercy left. And then you are not able to see on time. Once you don't see, it will leave. Not because if you think where you will see, many times it has happened to me. If you think where you will see that actually, actually God spoke to me. Actually, is it not true? Actually the the signs were there actually why did I even miss it you were blind the light was there but the sight was not there should I tell you many times life is not the problem I have, I have to sit down and say is it that we have insufficient incorrect light I'm not saying we have all the light that we need I'm saying we have enough for us to have advanced further than this what was the problem sight 
The problem of our generation is no more light, is, is sight. Sight has been taken away. And sometimes the sight taken. Ooh, sometimes the absence, the sight taken from us is actually a judgment from heaven. For some, in some cases. Huh? So according to Jesus, huh? the Bible said, God intentionally did it so that when they hear, they won't, the word came, they won't hear. That's what Jesus said. If you speak, they won't hear. They will not understand lest they be converted. It's a judgment on a generation that thinks they know what God is doing. That thinks they have found it out. And they bust God within. Huh? And when God wants to break out in such a way, they insist on keeping God in such a way that it will fit their idea. God is not your idea. Are you getting the point? Many times the light will be shut off from them. Then when a season pass, another season pass, and they found out that what they are actually talking about is not as if they have not heard it. It's not as if they were not exposed to it. Somehow they didn't see it. Why didn't we see it that time? Why didn't we see it? For some it is judgment. For some it is absence of mercy. Huh? For some it is just that they are not aware that that is the need. Because if they are aware, they will press for it. I will still show you some scriptures. Because when the blind Bartimaeus was looking for his own sight, some people, some people told him, shut up! Stop looking! Shut up! Some people we are fighting. What's your business? Somebody is looking for sight and you are, you are not the one. Leave him to look for sight. They wanted to stop others from finding their own sight. But the man insisted and pressed on and said, Thou son of David! Give me sight. If we have seen as we ought, it will not be like this. It means something is wrong. Something is wrong with our sight. Don't ever blame God. At every junction, God has supplied enough light to bring us out of the quagmire. But the problem is, have you seen enough? Is your lens is adjusted? Let's assume you have light. Is your lens is adjusted? When last did you visit the optometrician? When, when last did they clean your eyeglasses? You are wearing it, but in a That's what is happening here. Do you know what is in your you are here, and you know what is in your gi go. Raise your hand. Uh, you are a real evil person. Look at this man now. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out. That's what, this thing that happened here is what is in your gi go. And led him out of the town. And when he has spit on his side, he put his hands upon him and asked him if he saw us. Let's see the next verse. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. And not all of us read. Educate did not read it well. I want to hear your voice. So that even if you forgot, forgot everything we did, you will not forget this verse. One, two, ready, go. Uh-huh. Jesus is trying to perform miracles, but this man's sight has so gone 
that even one touch only from Jesus is not enough to restore him. There are people that receive one touch and run away from with that one. Meanwhile, they needed several touches at their eyes. Light will come and you will miss it. What people call light? Ooh, it's not light. Oh. Because according to the scripture, if you indeed you encounter light, it brings you into layers of life. We will see something being lived out. Why is your life turning out something else? Why does it seem as if what God is bringing is not passing through you? Huh? Why does it seem as if the darkness in your life is impregnable? Why are you in an environment that can make you into a giant and you are just there. It's not like it's sight. You are not seeing. If we ask you now to describe the environment of the move of God, you cannot. Because you don't have the sight to see it yet. If they ask you, you don't be talking up and down, saying up and down. Why will you be able to describe it? It takes sight. Now we have heard of what God wants to do. But for men to actually see it, they need a miracle in their eyes. Because for us to pay the price, price and angulate ourselves to the dealings of heaven, to, to bring ourselves to the exact demands of God, we must have seen something. Is it not true? That's what John said. What our eyes have seen. If they have not seen it, how can a man rise and they tell him they are going to crucify him. He said, turn me upside down. Many of them died and they counted it a privilege to die. They saw something. They, they saw. They saw. And this our generation is sliding down into abyss. We are sliding down into the war. Sliding down into the same thing. Why? We are not seeing. Are you getting the point? There is light revelation everywhere, but there is no sight. They thought they are seen. How dare a man say that he has seen something of God that is blind? You are a proud man. What you need, first of all, is a miracle. If you are seen, there are signs that should be seen. Is it not true? If you see something, as I ask my brother, you'll be able to appreciate the makeup of that realm. Is it not true? You'll be able to appreciate it, describe it, participate in it. None of it is there. Hmm? I will show you some. How can a generation say that they have seen life that insists in a sinful part of life? You do not see anything. What you call light is darkness. I don't care who you are. A generation is saying they found a higher light that is making them, making them um, deviate from the path that will bring them into a clearer experience of the faith that they have. Like what we studied in the morning. James called it, is it James or Jude? Jude called it, most holy faith. Most holy. Hey. 
let me see this thing. It will help me to... Are you getting where I'm going now? If you have seen it, it will impact the way you will align your heart. Huh? The price we pay is because of what our eyes saw. Angulate my... Work on my lenses. Give me new goggles. Ah. For some of you, for some days and weeks, you have not seen well. For some months, you have not seen well. Your hunger is going down. Help, help, help the lady. It's a burden in my heart. You have heard me say it many times here. I will say, what did Charles Finney see? What did John G. Lake see? And he left he left a legal profession that is paying him $50,000 a year. You don't know. You have not read about his account. $50,000 in a year. And we are talking about the beginning of the 20th century. We are talking about the 1800s and 1902, 1903, 1904, 1905, 1906. He even visited Azusa. What did he see? And he left all of them. Sold everything he had. Entered into the ship. And God told him, you will meet a man to pay for you. They paid for him at the harbor. Carried his children. Came to Africa. Somebody has paid for him. Took him to a house and watered him. What did he see? He, my heart, is my prayer that I made a teaching. If my generation will see a little, then we will pay the price together. Help the young man. Fire price. We need a miracle. We need a miracle, oh God. We need a miracle. We need a miracle for this generation. We are losing our sight. Our lens and goggle has gone obsolete. Our lungs have been taken. Will you show mercy and restore? How can men talk loud and live in sin? No conviction. No, no desire to change. They are chatting a cough in it. It must be that something has gone off. Why are they not seeing it? You can't pay price more than you have seen. What our eyes have seen. If you start losing your hunger, it is because your sight is going down. You saw something before that made you fast seven days. That made you lock yourself in the room for years, for, for, for weeks, for hours. Now to pray 30 minutes is trouble for you. Your sight has gone. 
saw something and he wanted to go to any length just to touch it in God. Now it doesn't matter to you anymore. Your lamp has gone. You need a miracle. You need a miracle by mercy. You need a restoration of your sight. Why do my why do we talk so much in this generation and we are not willing to leave any of them? When the price is listed for us, we will use excuses. We will find ways to circumvent it. Lord, may I see? Put your hands on your eyes and pray. Spirit, teach us your way. of God ascending and descending on him. Ye shall see. Ye shall see after now. Ye shall see after now. Ye shall see after now. If you will see me when I'm cut off. If you will see In Jesus' mighty name. Go back and make this a serious prayer. By tomorrow we will turn the emphasis on us. Isaiah said in the book of Isaiah chapter 1, chapter 6 verse 1, he said, in the day that King Uzziah died, what happened? What was wrong with his eyes? For five good chapters, he was doing miracle, doing ministry without sight. He was doing miracle with, sorry, doing ministry without eyes for five good years. Until a day came when he saw the Lord, he was able to see himself. That's the only way you can make progress because you'll be making progress in tune with the sight, what you have seen of God in you, that's how you make progress. You are going to take time between now and tomorrow and even throughout this week. Ask God, heal my eyes. Heal my eyes. Restore my sight. Improve my sight. For some of you, you might be seeing, you know, but you are seeing men like trees.
In Jesus' name. Let's stop here. Tomorrow. I think I need to go and pray myself. I don't think you have fully... Maybe by tomorrow we'll try again. I want you to fully catch the burden in my heart. This is the number one problem we have. Are you not hearing preachers? This person preach, you say, wow, this person talk. And there are things that they are... You'll be watching the people. Be like this, I've gone to conferences, I'll be watching the people, watching the people. The same people are the people Satan is using. No, something is wrong. You can't hear such things and not change. Must be that your lamp has been stolen. You need the recovery of sight. Hmm? Some people can even go to some reigning apostles meeting. When they finish, they go back and fornicate. What did you hear? You don't have eyes. You are blind. Keep asking rubbish questions. If I fornicate, will I be? If I fornicate, is the question? There are questions we hear in this generation, are the questions attesting to the fact that we don't have eyes again. We raised it when I started. Should we do this one? Should we do this one? Should we pray in the name of Jesus? Should we? It's a proof you don't have eyes. We all together. We we need to see. Tell me, we all together. Yeah, we all together. Turn to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, have you caught a burden? Come to ask your neighbor. Huh? El Zingo, have you caught burden today? Hey. Ask your neighbor, as you are going without burden, how do you plan to pray this night? What will be your prayer point?